0: welcome to the show welcome to raw babes 101 we are your hosts miss kk and tt and guess who we have back on the show everybody peekaboo <laughs> <laughs> we have miss stevie shaler back in the hot say say-t. it's already started <laughs> it's your new normal it is yeah thank you i'm embracing my new weird my new weird normal. Okay. Trust
1: me, you've always been weird. This
0: is true. Who am I kidding? Gosh. Okay. all oh, fucking weirdos. <laughs> I'm going to introduce this amazing <laughs> soul, human being, light spark, magical unicorn. Okay. We had Stevie back. Um, it's pretty much two years ago. It aired. It's so weird. I know. Guess when it aired, Are you, you guys? sure? August 21st, 2021. They're pretending like they wanted me back. Um, that's why they waited so long. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Just kidding. Oh my gosh that was great. So we did a part one and a part two all on Stevie Shaler's life. Please, if you do not know this beautiful being, get your ass back to two years ago and learn about her because she has a badass story. She talks about when she was five years old and all these crazy things that happened to her to bring her to almost this moment. We're going to catch you up soon. Um, Part two aired November 5th, 2021. We had a bit of a break in between. We can talk about that another time. And so Miss Stevie Shaler, she is an incredible medium, but so much more beyond this, okay? She does one-on-one sessions um, and her one-on-one sessions are for anyone seeking individualized guidance and an intimate experience with their spirit team. Hmm. And I'm talking intimate, real close. Uh, Stevie also has online courses, and they're here to create unconditional relationships with yourself through a variety of online courses. She also does live events. She already wrapped up her weekend retreat at Loon Lake Lodge in Maple Ridge, which maybe we can touch on that too a little bit. Stevie provides an honest guide for sustainable spirituality and mindful living. She is a multi-passionate human-aligned living advocate. Mic drop. Don't don't drop it. It's expensive. It is expensive. Careful. Savor the goods. Um, (laughs) Yes. So that is kind of a little bit in a nutshell of a minute of you. Well, I appreciate it. It feels very
2: formal uh, hearing you say it.
1: Yeah. Um, where do you feel it in yeah. the body?
2: I feel like <laughs> busting a gut and laughing at myself.
1: <laughs> right. Um,
2: it's like, <laughs> like, oh my uh, gosh!
0: But I do appreciate that introduction, so thank hey, you. You're very welcome. You deserve it. You're real. You're when you hear all special this. Person. When you hear all this,
1: do you feel like holy shit? I did all that. That's not even like that's not even a all that you've done. This is a second.
2: Uh, yeah. No. There's there is a lot, but it. I just, when I hear it, I, I appreciate it. Yes, those are things that I have done. Um, but I just feel inspired to make my bio a lot funnier. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> you know what? Good. And that's the cool thing about Stevie. She is so funny and she loves to activate her inner child. But I think, yeah, showing it more mm-hmm. will be Play's important. Yeah,
1: it is. What, uh, what changed for you? That's it, always been there. It, I, you, for you, yes. yes. For, yeah. in, in your work and the way that you show up with your work it hasn't been as silly.
2: No, I mean, and, and it, that kind of comes with the territory too, right? So yeah. a lot of the work is uh, working with people that are unpacking traumatic experiences, um, mm-hmm. specifically around grief the majority of the time too. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a time and a place for it. But I think the best way of approaching or initiating those conversations is through humor, mm-hmm. um, tastefully.
0: Tastefully. <laughs> um, that was tasteful. It is tasteful. I would like to know, let's kind of, you know, bring everybody up to speed kind of where you were to mm-hmm. what you are currently doing and kind of that shift that's happened for you. Okay, let's let's hear it. <laughs> Like how do we we condense this? How how do we give you
2: the cliff notes of this? Um, well, what hasn't changed? Let's start there. Maybe is kay. the mediumship. So since I was the age of five, I've been connecting with spirit. That is that is my normal. Um, that hasn't gone away. But how I've been showing up for others in that space looks and feels a lot differently than what I've been accustomed to. So a lot of shifting has been happening there. Um, So before I was doing all of the things, feeling overly responsible for the happiness and the success of others, and that comes with the territory also, and really dismantling a lot of the belief systems that were upholding that. And with that, it's saying no to the majority of things and saying yes to myself. So that is new, it is exciting, and wow, it is life-changing in the best ways.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's insane. And so how are you saying yes to yourself more? Well, it, it starts by saying no to requests
2: or obligations. Uh, it, it's saying re- being able to recognize when someone is bypassing their own work or the tough stuff that they need to be moving through. And sometimes that's sitting in the discomfort long enough instead of feeling as if I need to be that lifeline. As if I'm that person that can help that person feel better and to help them to get from A to B. And really being able to sit in my own discomfort around that. Because when you're someone that is highly sensitive in terms of understanding what other people are feeling and what they're moving through and the heaviness of grief and these heavy emotions, it can also be very uncomfortable for myself to be able to witness someone that's suffering. And so what do we do? We run ahead and it's like we're, we're doing all of the little things we can to minimize that discomfort for the other person. But ultimately it's having
1: the awareness that we are minimizing the discomfort for ourselves first. Yeah. That's How does that show insight. up for you? Because uh, in the way that would be, in the way I think about it would be suppression. Mm-hmm. And so when we suppress, 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 we know eventually it comes out one way or another. So, how does that show up for you? Not gas. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, if that's your thing. So, I'm um, uh,
1: That happens for me. I can
2: burp. I, like... that's, that's a release of energy. So, yeah. I, one of my first mentors actually, she had no shame when she would work with you, she'd be tooting around. Uh, that was her <laughs> way of releasing.
0: Just walking and, and farting. She
2: was cool with it. And you know what? If she can own that, I'm. Um, I got a little bit of work to do
0: on that, but hey. <laughs> right? I don't, yeah, I just don't know. I'm like, hey, I just don't know. It's your new normal, <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> just, just, let just, it, right? okay. <laughs> just let it out. Just um, wear it, right? Okay,
2: just let it out. Yeah, just to make sure that I'm, I'm hearing you right, suppression in terms of what I'm feeling. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. Uh, it does become a level of suppression and a level of bypassing for mm-hmm. yourself also, which then you run the risk of losing that level of authenticity and uh especially in holding space it's am i truly fully showing up and holding in the highest way possible mm-hmm. or am i bringing some of my own wounds or resistances into the session and it's very important that you're mindful of those tendencies mm-hmm. um again to hold the peer's container
1: yeah how do you know what the difference is what do you what do you do to differentiate
0: Tiffany's <laughs> Different really good. Cool.
1: For it today I am I'm I can resonate I with love what you just thing. said lo-
0: Yeah I love it But I'm just like Sorry yeah. Do we need to
1: carry on This is good Okay <laughs> Definitely I have questions well, <laughs> well, This I am, is good I'm well, a curious little child This is <laughs> entertain me I'm a big child
2: So <laughs> we'll get along here <laughs> Okay I'm a big child too um, In all seriousness though I think that when we have that level of awareness where we can see ourselves being reactive so somebody coming in telling their story uh, Needing something or being, really being in a a position of despair, you can feel that within your total being, and it's almost like that internal reaction that we have to someone else's position, which is a really, it's a powerful breadcrumb for us to then check in with ourselves and what part of their story has been activated within me, Mm -hmm. and why am I reacting this way? Why do I feel overly responsible? Or feel as if I'm the only person that can help that person feel better, or to move from A to B, mm-hmm. right? Because we're not the person that does that work for them. That's it's right. Them doing the work for themselves. That's so, right. Yeah. So it's 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 a, it's it's some egoic work. It's working with the ego, yeah. recognizing. What's like that word?
1: Kind of it. Egoic. Sim- egoic. Yeah, like, oh, I thought you said goic <laughs> New language. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I'm learning new English, <laughs> making up our own. Usually. I love it. I love it. Um, okay,
0: on that, uh, I had something. I have a question. Okay, you go. To take I kind of lost. While my. you find it, okay. You find. Tiffany's gonna find it. <laughs> <clears throat> so, can we talk a little bit about what does a session look like? Um, If somebody was going to book you for a 50-minute reading or um, coaching, Mm -hmm. let's talk about that. I think in answering
2: that, the best way to start off that answer is to talk about what goes on behind the scenes before that person even arrives. Let's do it. So it's like the boundaries that are put forward. I have very, very strong boundaries um, in terms of like my whole booking process and who I will work with and who I won't. And it's not that I am biased towards anyone in their positions. is just if you're not able to accept the boundaries that I set forth in order to hold that peer's container possible, and if you're not willing to do the work, then it's a disservice for me to hold a session for that person. Um, and also, I, I have a responsibility to not just accept that person's money and let them bypass like that very important piece of recognizing that they are just looking for a quick fix and they're not really ready to invest in the solution for themselves at that time. And that is okay. And I actually appreciate that when people recognize that, um, because that's like the first seed of awareness. Mm
1: -hmm. How do you know that that's the person?
2: Oh, (laughs) okay, if they go through and there's any part of them that's questioning any part of my process, uh, that opens up that dialogue. So another thing that I will do is if if a person does still accept um, and books a session, despite those boundaries being laid out in multiple places. So I give people multiple opportunities to back out before booking the session. Um, I reiterate that again at the beginning of the session. And if they're not in that space to do the work or to receive or hear what they need to hear, not what they wanna hear, Mm -hmm. then we'll continue. If not, then we close down the session. Perfect. Um, So that is what's most sacred to me about that whole process is everything that goes in to being able to support that person during those 15 minutes and so that I can also give them a hundred percent of myself mm-hmm. um, because they deserve that so that's important and then in terms of kind of the layout of the session, it's completely different so yeah. it is a mixed bag uh, you honestly have no idea what person what that person is going to resonate or with or what they won't I just have to fully trust in the process of Uh, where they're at and also what spirit wants to bring through and trusting that spirit knows exactly, um, what to dial in on. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's like pulling off the bandaid, but not too, too fast. Mm -hmm. And, um, and trusting that what comes through through my own boundary process is what that person can handle in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, and not just giving them, um, too much again, dropping the ball. (laughs) Yeah. It's how can we minimize the amount of overwhelm and, and help them to come to their own conclusions. So it's not necessarily about me or spirit. That's well, kind of psyche how it
1: works for yeah. us, anyways. It I always definitely. make sure my husband thinks it's his idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, there, it works. There's validity to that because <laughs> if you come to that conclusion on your own, it sticks and it That's lands, right. opposed to just coming and sitting in for 50 minutes and hearing all of the stuff and then leaving and doing nothing with it. That's right. Right? Yeah,
0: I love it. Mm. It sounded better when you leaned forward, <laughs> on it, just so you know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Sitting, sitting back, it was a little more echoey. So just, sorry, guys. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Just I remember
1: my up. thought, by the way. Okay, let's do it. All right. Thought was that question that you'd asked yourself, whether you're differentially, different. Yeah. Another word. Differentiating? No. <laughs> no.
0: No. No.
2: I'm I'm just going to go along.
1: Differentiating. Um,
2: There we go. There we go. Now I know what you're talking
1: about. Uh, Whether when you're uh, with a client and they are a mirror of your ego or this is just you embodying their trauma. Yeah. And so um, you said, you asked, you know, is this you know, something of yours or whatever. And I just wanted to clarify that for a lot of listeners because I think a lot of our audience forgets to ask and understand that they actually have the answer. Mm -hmm. You're asking yourself. You're not asking the other person or you're not texting a friend and you're not Googling it. You're literally asking yourself that question. And if you can sit quiet enough, the answer comes out.
2: Yes. Right? And... I'm going to talk a little bit just to, to give you a better con- little bit more context here.
1: Am I okay? No,
0: you're good. I'm, I'm <laughs> She's it grooming it you.
1: Hey. She's grooming you. That's um, what females do. <laughs> we got to
2: Next thing you know, I'm just going to throw looking
0: man <laughs> in the
2: corner. Um, oh my God. Just flow with it. Uh, is it. I'm pretty blunt in terms of my opinions but without projecting my opinions onto other but others but what I'll, I will say is a lot where I see a lot of troubles within the current spiritual industry or mediumship field is let's that it, it yeah oh, we're going oh, oh, do this Oh shit there let's is go. this people pleasing aspect or there is this tendency for a lot of people that are providing these sessions to bring their egos in Thank and needing you. something from so those God sessions. And so there can be a lot of people pleasing tendencies that happen and really focusing on or highlighting pain points for people and telling them what they need to or what they want to hear opposed to they need. what they need to hear. And so true space holding is being able to recognize what are the boundaries, what can this person handle and what do they need to hear in this moment? Because they're coming to see me because everybody else in their life is trying to keep that person comfortable and they're telling them exactly what they want to hear. So that way they feel, and that's coming back to our own discomfort. So those people feel as if they're doing that person a service by keeping them comfortable. But again, it's just minimizing their own discomfort. They're uncomfortable when they see those around them in pain.
1: Yeah. I just right. need to highlight the fact that this is a big niche of yours is to teaching other healers how to recognize their discernment within themselves Absolutely. and like making sure you're living with your authenticity and integrity and integrity like that, that's that gets so traded big.
2: in a lot and sure does for anybody that does any archetypal work um there are four main archetypes that each of us embody and exhibit in different areas of our life so we have the saboteur we have the child we have the victim and then we have terrible name uh the
0: prostitute i've been that <laughs> i know it i'll call it out you slut Not actually <laughs> This is the archetypes. It, it, we all have
2: these, and they come yeah. in different areas of our lives. But what happens with a lot of, we'll call them healers, but I like to call them runaway healers. Good. Um, not wounded healers, but runaway healers, right? And uh, what happens is a lot, there is a tendency, if you're not using discernment, if you're not really tapped in asking questions, micro-checking the entire time,
1: mm-hmm.
2: it could be so easy to cross the threshold of... Uh, giving away your integrity in exchange for safety.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's like, if this person can confirm or validate that what I am sharing and what I'm receiving from spirit mm-hmm. is correct for them, then I must be tapped in and he I must, must be doing my job mm-hmm. or I am healing this person. Um, so we can cross that threshold where it's like for our own safety, And confidence is telling that person what they want to hear
1: to validate where we feel insufficient. Mm -hmm. So much better to come in where you just don't know shit about them.
2: You know what? I won't work with people that I I have an intimate relationship with for that reason. Because a couple things happen. Is One, that might take some of the power away from that person's experience. Mm -hmm. So they may connect with something in the moment but then when they sit back or leave the session they are thinking to themselves yeah, but did they hear that? Or did I share that with them? Or could they have gotten that information off of social media, right? Yeah. Or the other thing is, is as the reader, you may start to second guess yourself in the session. It's like, okay, I received this information, but did I hear this somewhere else? And so you start to withhold important information or um, your biases come into play. And so it just becomes really muddy territory. So I do recommend to people, like, don't work with people you know. Mm-hmm. don't follow your clients on social media mm-hmm. don't stay up to date with what they're doing mm-hmm.
1: because if you want to hold space for them it's you just have to have that blank slate i love that thank you That's for sharing that no really really good advice and krista and i talk about well we've talked about it lots in the past too about just using your discernment but i do like the conversation of the unbiasedness yeah sure are not
0: yeah Yes. Don't bring your own crap into a session. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah, And it's making sure that you've done the work and it's not about just money and no. it's in alignment with who you truly are. And I do want to just put on highlight for those of you that don't know Stevie, you know, since she's been five years old, she basically went through this backwards. So she didn't have boundaries. She didn't have knowledge. She knew nothing. She was just blown open to earth school um, and then came here to learn it all backwards to mm-hmm. then be the teacher that you are today and um, I've done many of your courses and followed you along the way so that I made sure that I knew uh, you know boundaries and how to connect because it's it can be scary people that start to get into this work yeah. they blow their self, blow themselves right open without protection grounding and all those things so mm-hmm. For all of you guys watching, Stevie has incredible courses. And I think it is so crucial for people to be taking these courses because um, you talk about the hygiene and different things. Can we talk a little bit about your? Sure. (laughs) She smells her armpits. Yeah. What are you saying? You're transferring this onto me? Yeah, I didn't want to say the names because I wasn't sure if you've changed things up a little bit. Yeah, well, I am going to
2: be taking like the courses that I do currently have. They're still there. Uh, But I, with time, am going to be just taking those offline for further purchases. Um, Reason being is just I'm in the process of taking all of that information and condensing it into one program. Um, But kind of... to. To chat about them, I would rather chat about um, some of the things that you brought up that are of importance. Let's do it. Is And coming back to the field, the field is very noisy at this time. And so for me, it's important to help people to make the most informed decision possible for themselves instead of. Um, and I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that these runaway healers are intentionally. Um, creating these environments but it's again just not having that awareness it can you can very easily cross that threshold um, where it's projecting your own issues or projections onto the person that's coming in or who you're attracting and so it's very important for people to understand why they're seeking external help in the first place and being able to take off the blinders so that way they're not bypassing Um, that way they are feeling safe enough to tap into the emotional landscape and the emotions that are coming up for them because what a lot of people will do is they'll capitalize on that so it's they see someone that is vulnerable and struggling and it's like i can help you with that but it breeds dependency. So what happens is these individuals come in, that person kind of validates how they're feeling or says something that um, is, again, speaking directly to the pain point instead of what they need to hear. And that person now feels as if they can only feel that good in that person's presence.
1: Not good. Wow.
2: And so what they do is they start investing their money and time into coming to this person repeatedly or relying on a modality specifically that really isn't moving the needle yeah it's just becoming a distraction mm-hmm. yeah and so that could be very very dangerous for people because they spend time they feel good well what if that person's no longer available or they don't have the resources to continue with that that is quickly typically followed by um some heavy emotions such as despair or uh abandonment mm-hmm. um or feeling victimized by their circumstances and so it's like i can only feel better By having that. Wow. And it's, it, it, is it externalizing and giving their power away instead of being tapped into their own spiritual authority and recognizing that the resources are within.
1: And that's why I love your courses.
0: Yes. Because
1: it helps. It's helped me carry on those tools so that I can just go within. Yeah. I don't, I don't have to speak to anybody consistently because I mean more than, more than most of the time (laughs) you're alone. You can't have them in your back pocket for every waking moment. So when is it that you do make your own decisions? Yeah. When does that actually happen?
2: Sometimes we have to sit in that emotion long enough too to really get that feedback and understand, okay, this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be, right? Because without confronting the undesired feelings or Mm -hmm. situations, we wouldn't know what it is that we want in the first place, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right?
1: So so. good. Had I not felt
2: this way, I wouldn't know that this is what I'm actually needing or desiring, right? We just stay
1: stuck in the same, same. I can almost associate that uh, concept with uh, people who depend on cards. Yes. Right? You're always looking for the cards for Mm -hmm. the answer. Yeah. And quite often, it's it's like, yeah, you can just ask yourself. and This is going to be really, I don't know if you have questions but this will kind of go into a segue to my story i wanted to share
0: whatever you want we got we good we, we good. good okay yeah whenever you want to. well are you just thinking about more questions i always have more questions but if no. you want to drop a story in, yeah because i have a
1: it. i have a big daddy question mm.
0: okay, for this it. okay
1: okay segue we'll come back to the cards for a sec. okay okay um story goes I am getting ready. Kristen and I are getting ready for our, our big show for our dance, and that's Friday. on Friday. Yay. So my group, uh, we decided to make some time before the big show for extra practices. Um, so yesterday, I had to go and meet the girls, and it's like in a location that I've never been to. So I thought. Dun dun or, dun. <laughs> So a long time ago, years ago, uh, way before the pandemic, this had been like five, six years ago, maybe I joined a masterminds group with a bunch of like older women and it was just uh suggested by my medium friend and they were all entrepreneurs and we would just get come around as women and just support each other. And I went to be inspired because I knew something was, I was about to embark on something. I just couldn't put my finger on it. So I'm just looking for any inspiration. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I met with these women for like 10 plus weeks. Like it was every week I showed up and there was this one, one particular woman that was in the group and she suddenly fell sick, like ill. And every time she'd come, she'd be going to doctors and you know, she was doing amazing work, but she was just getting sicker and sicker and they couldn't figure it out. Her, her mind was there, but her body was literally crumbling, crumbling before our eyes. So there was even a week that I had to like, cause in order to get to the office that we were having our meetings, I had to like put her on my back Wow. because I was the youngest and strongest. And so I just put her on my back and walk her down to her car and put her in the car and her walk her in the car. Well, eventually she passed Aww. and, um, like
0: within a short amount of time. Yes. Yeah.
1: That it was really fast. Like, it was within weeks. It was wild. Wild. Um, she was communicating through one of our group members from just typing because she could no longer talk. Okay. Yeah, it was really sad.
0: She was ready to get out of her school.
1: Yeah. It was terrible, and it was terrible because um, the doctors couldn't find what was wrong with her mm. fast enough. It was – her health declined okay. really quickly. Mm-mm. So she she uh, exited, and I thought about her, and I'm like, oh. It's so nice, like, to think about her. I'm like, that's so interesting. Just, you know, like, weird drop. I haven't thought about her in years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to my dance class. Guess where my dance class was? Where your meetings were? Yeah. So In the she... same building.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was coming to see you.
1: So <clears throat> it was very, like, okay. And it wasn't until the reflection of that that, I was like, wow, that wasn't just a random thought. Mm -hmm. So I thought.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It was not. It was was not a random thought.
1: But, you know, I thought to myself, well, who am I to her to come visit me? And I thought, okay, so the questions started really coming out for me. And I'm like, what was that? I'm like, was that like an epiphany? Like the dreams, you know, you come forward you're you're in that energy of it is it the same as cards where you're surrounded by an energy that's just it's just around you it is what it is it's like a mass and then you pull the card and it's like boom just confirms exactly what's been going on this was like I felt like I was embarking on that strong pull that energy of just one energy is that because this building was quite old Mm -hmm. so I'm asking you is there a difference like would that been of like like a visit energy drop or is that me embarking on a really strong energy like oh, what happened
2: it it could be a combination of things but this is the cool thing
1: it's not the first time It's, but this and is it's great. not gonna be the last no time. it's not
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is the cool thing is oftentimes when we lose a loved one we have a memory that comes up and then and it it brings up something emotional right and we have a tendency to feel sad when we have a memory that comes up that reminds us of someone that we love and we think that that's coming from ourselves but these are drops from the memories are are like little breadcrumbs they're put there from your loved ones Mm -hmm. they invoke those memories to let you know that they're there yep and so it's a form of contact so you think that's what that was or do you think
1: you. you think or is that the level of memory
2: it could be a combination of things but okay. typically with loved ones that's that's what we see is them coming in and using I barely knew her. memories as impressions but you uh,
0: doesn't matter TT I know knew I know her, I'm just questioning. i her, her curious her
2: stories stuck with you it stimulated yeah um something within you right like you feel an emotional connection to that person. Um, this could be a combination of things. It could be her letting you know, like she's aware of everything you're moving through. You came into that group seeking a bit of purpose or direction. And here you are going to this dance and just, um, and just doing something for yourself. And yeah. so it just could even be like a you go girl.
0: Right, about
2: that. Um, and it could be that on, on its own or it could be a combination too of just like the energy field of what you're in and what you're attracting. And so you may attract people that are within that, like you would have shared that same space or vicinity with, um, whether or not it's a physical space
0: or it's an internal space. So interesting. And the fact of her giving you that image of carrying her on her back, she's saying, thank you. I honor you. What you did for me, you don't realize what you did for me in that short amount of time. Mm-hmm. You were there for me. So It was, yeah, and yeah. you
1: know, you're spending, as you know, like week in, week out with the same group of people, you automatically create a level of bond.
2: Definitely. Yes. But let's, let's also point out something else here. Okay. You came in, like, this is, some, this is a space where I may kind of figure out or tap into the entrepreneurial space and understand yeah. what I want to do that image, that experience of literally, you said in your own words that you were the strongest one, carrying her on your back. Right. To see your you in the fitness field. Right. And but I not, didn't even know I was in
1: the fitness. Right. I had no idea. No,
2: but it was a precursor. <laughs> right. So we're always getting these little bits and nuggets and feedback that's showing us like, hey, this is a potential avenue that exists for you. Wow. Whether or not you choose to tap into it, completely up to you. No such thing as right or wrong, but this is available to you.
1: I wouldn't have even known. No. Until I had the reflection. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's the power of reflection. Wow. Being present enough. Yeah. Oh, it's hard not to be present. I was only That's in that so building, cool. what, six years ago. Mm-hmm. like, And I'd never been in that building prior.
0: Yeah. And Stevie, what would you recommend for our viewers and listeners for a situation like this? That happens for people to have like their next step to investigate.
2: Mm-hmm. What would be a little tip might be a little disappointed in my, in my response here. (laughs) No. Don't overanalyze it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't try and figure out what this means, Yeah, but rather, how does this feel in my body right now? Yeah. And that can be enough. Sometimes that's all that that's there for. It's like that present moment awareness that could even be an invitation just to reflect. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And that,
2: that can be enough if we let it be. But oftentimes we beat a dead horse and it's like, why did this happen? Or, um, Even with numbers, sometimes it's like we need to know Like that's a part of our own security and safety Mm -hmm. and invalidating that what we are getting is trustworthy. It's like I need to be able to connect the pieces to know for certain that this thing is what I think it is or needing well, to yeah. make sense of everything mm-hmm. the thing is the more you deepen into your spiritual practice the lessons things make but you have a greater sense of like acceptance surrendering that's and that's right and, and acknowledging and yeah. yeah it's just it's just a moment
0: and this too shall pass exactly a that's moment right in time mm-hmm. a dream a laugh a kiss a cry that's a song <laughs> just came in my head Duh! always i love this conversation yeah. I would like to talk about something that's come up with other people. And I want to hear it from you, even if I know it, um, just how to create some energetic boundaries with the spirit realm of, you know, people just opening up Mm -hmm. to maybe they're starting to do cards. Maybe they're going to see energy healers, whatever. So kind of like what advice you have Great
1: I feel question. like we talked about this their last episode together mm, no? I, I won't remember you don't so. think so <laughs> no. really we didn't
2: I won't remember just because if if I, I think I was doing a bit
0: more channeling in that session and I don't remember <laughs> you the, definitely well it comes through. yeah part, yeah part one part two part one was all on her on Stevie's life yeah uh, from five and up and then part two was um there's a mix of things, but yeah. I think it's really good to revisit this. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I appreciate
2: this question because these types of questions are very important it, to me. Yeah. Um, and again, you might be slightly disappointed in, in my answer, but I'm here to tell you what you need to hear, uh, not necessarily what you want to hear. Exactly. So rip off the Band-Aid. Uh, honestly, the, my biggest piece of advice is no one tool is the answer. Perfect. So you can have these aids. And these modalities that are supportive, but they aren't the answer.
0: Yeah.
2: And that's very important to be grounded and rooted in because even so, uh, we love to bypass what we already know. Mm-hmm. So we may pull a card. We may feel triggered by that card. We put it back. We pull it again. And instead of sitting with that message or sitting with that resistance that's coming up, Push that aside and we grab a different duck. Yeah. I want to hear something exciting, or we want to hear the good things. Yeah. And I've I've found that in readings over the years is people they want you to make them feel good. They want to, it's like, tell me this. This this will make validate that Getting I'm on the right that track. Dopamine exactly. drip. Yeah. Totally. And that's Drippy and there's drip. nothing against that. That is a completely valid human response. But we need to be able to sit again with what's coming up emotionally and so coming back to your question around energetic boundaries, the best way to show up for yourself and to be really grounded and feel comfortable with bridging that connection is going to come down to the connection you have first with your physical self, your physical body, your physical needs. You can't just bypass that and jump into the crown and into the ethers and expect that to be a healthy experience. You'll be sadly mistaken.
0: Good advice. I wish I could press the button right now. <laughs> it would be clapping. But honestly, if, if we thyself. if we
2: can't if we can't carve out time to move our bodies, if we can't be, if we're not eating foods that energize us and make us feel good, we're not gonna be able to get that elsewhere. It's gonna create even more disbalance. Um, imbalance. So those are really good invitations to look at why we're not prioritizing those things. What are we trying to bypass and to grab onto instead? And what, why, what am I avoiding and why am I avoiding it in the first place? So take care of your very human needs. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're taking care of your human needs, you're not relying on anything outside of yourself. Again, even communicating with spirit, that's like a bonus it's a bonus thing that you get to access. That's not the end all be all. That's not the answer. No. That is just, that can be this extra little bit of validation of we already felt into this and That's this It's right. just confirming, but I didn't need that confirmation. Yeah. Um, it's just like a little cherry on top. Mm-hmm. So we have to also be willing to trust our gut, go inward and work with the information that we're getting. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be getting, these nudges or these feelings and then doing the complete opposite and then expecting spirit to come in and us what we need to do you're already getting that through your own physical body so Mm -hmm. if you have that disconnect if you're not listening if you're not working with what you're already receiving spirit's not going to give you anything else and in fact your journey is going to get a little bit tougher Mm -hmm. and you're going to have to learn boundaries in the physical form first before it becomes energetic um It's that's going to become tougher, it's going to become a bit louder in order to get you to come back
0: to your physical self. More carpet rips. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, the tower moments. The tower moments. Yeah, I know about those. Many. We all do. We all do.
2: We all do. Just to different degrees in different ways. That's right.
1: And I think all of what you said, it, it does come down to the human experience. Yeah. And how many. How many people have you seen live the fulfilling, happy lives without diving so deep into their spirituality, not having to? Don't have to. In fact, yeah. the the
2: the more connected you become through spiritual practice, the more human and basic you become. I'm such a basic bitch now. I'm like, <laughs> it's good. Um, but I love it. Like I, I, I both of you know, I've just pulled 150 books off my bookshelf. Yeah. New Age. I've read them. I've received a lot of value from them. Um, but they're no longer relevant to my life and I can pass those on to someone else that is in that space. Right. So it's not saying that that where I'm at is right and where that person's wrong. No, it's, that's the pace of their journey. Um, but now the ADHD
1: is kicking in and I'm like, where was I going with that? Um, well I know where we wanted to go with this when you're talking about being a basic bitch.
2: Yeah. The human experience, the very simple things. Um, So my word of caution to people too, and again, everything is a lesson. We talk about this all the time. Everything is a lesson. Is if you're looking for like these big channeled pieces or needing to do all the things, be all the things, be fully invested in the spiritual field and not honoring the human experience, Mm -hmm. you are bypassing. You are searching for something that you're not willing to give yourself
1: Mm -hmm. or you're not
0: willing to do the work for. I love that. Yeah. We came here for a reason to experience, to eat, Mm -hmm. to have fun, the inner child.
1: Yeah. All of that. All All the things. Yes. All the things. Um, This was an interesting segue into the big conversation
0: of burnout yeah becoming a basic bitch good memory tt <laughs> wow look at you you've been taking your lion's mane girl that divine timing
1: well <laughs> you know i'm really into the segues i i'm really good at tetris did you know that no i did not i'm
0: good at tetris i'm fascinated i, I want to get you a Segway. a segue yeah. Isn't button there are the segways that you ride <laughs> oh <laughs> i feel like you need one. like
2: on the golf cart or on the golf courses yeah yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like the cop, you know, the, yeah. the security guard mall in the mall. Up. It's a Segway. Dude. They rip
1: through. I just bought uh, a piece of property, like 1,500 square foot, put a trailer on it. I'm going to need a Segway or a golf cart. This is I
2: why I
0: it. know. I'm like, the Segway, I see
2: it. <laughs> see again, just these little things that are precursors
0: telling you like... <laughs> so right? Funny. How many and how much? It's been, what, two years on the podcast she's been obsessed with Segways. <laughs> <It's> so- <laughs> I'm serious. The spirit's a been skill set. giving you heads up. Hey, like it keeps your
1: audience listening and, and like, they're like, oh yeah, this, this does have a point.
0: Segways are important. <laughs> they're so they're important. underrated. Let's get into burnout. The and if yes. you want to share any of your personal experiences, please do because you know how we are raw. Yes. Unfiltered. Unscripted. That's what I love about you ladies. <laughs> this is why you fit in <laughs> this is
1: you're our people yeah yes
2: and likewise oh. uh well i think to talk about burnout uh i i did speak very briefly with you ladies a little bit about compassion fatigue and i i think that we in the space in the context of what we're talking about those two things go hand in hand mm-hmm. and a lot of people don't recognize compassion fatigue um yeah, whether or not whether or not it's your work that you're doing or as someone that's providing, holding space for someone else. So compassion fatigue is typically for those that are in the helping profession. Okay. So if you're holding space for someone or if you're, and we'll see this a lot with counselors, nurses, firefighters, uh, Reiki healers, whomever you may be, if you're holding space for others and especially people that are coming in with chronic illness, traumas, um, grief, these really heavy things, sometimes we start to take on secondary trauma. And so those, if especially if we don't have good energetic boundaries, it can be very hard to differentiate what's yours from what is the other person's. And if we're not clearing that out, that can very easily take on a life of its own. So there's a couple parts to this here. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so that is the quickest way to burnout for anyone that's in the field too, because you start to lose, you can start to lose like that sense of identity too. Mm-hmm. Because what you're feeling in the space that you're in just really becomes conglomerated with everything else you've been witness to. Mm-hmm. And it can be very hard to discern and decipher like, is this mine? Is this a lesson? Or is again, is this something residual? Um, but it can be a very traumatic, traumatic experience for that individual. And some of the other symptoms here are people that are in the healing profession, and I've been through this multiple times myself, is It's easy to hold space for others, but then the simple things for ourselves again coming back to the human experience Getting your exercise in starting to notice like weight gain or feeling super fatigued and have no idea Why or you are working out and you're still super fatigued and it feels like it's not enough And so we start to notice all of these changes physically mentally and emotionally that don't resonate with what our kind of set point is Mm -hmm. and uh, another big indicator is like resentment. You start to build up resentment towards either the field, the work that you're doing, or even at times your clients, mm-hmm. right? And so when that starts to happen, um, the, what happens is it can be very hard to recognize like the boundaries that are needed for yourself first, let alone the client. And the client's just being a mirror back to you and what you're doing or not doing anyways. Um, but if you're identifying with your work, You go above and beyond. You're fitting people in even when you're not feeling well enough to do that work. There's this hyper sense of responsibility. And the compassion fatigue can very quickly lead to burnout. Okay. And burnouts. Basically, it's like you have to, at times, remove yourself from everything that you're doing and kind of relearn, uh, reverse engineer um, your process in order to figure out what what works for you and what's also sustainable for the long
0: term. And that's where people can get really tripped up.
1: Very tripped up.
0: Yeah, so is this something that you're going to be teaching more and mm-hmm. kind of diving into to help others? Absolutely. So for me, <clears throat> and when I talked
2: about collab- not collapsing the other courses that I have, it's just not them being the focus or are readily available. Um, because I want to get kind of to the meat of why people are seeking support in the first place or not trusting themselves. If, we can't, if we're not trusting our bodies... How can we possibly put our trust in someone else? Yeah. It just doesn't work that way, but we believe it, right? And so um, my focus really is going to be around compassion fatigue and especially helping other people in the healing profession that don't even know that boundaries are an issue
0: yeah. or
2: don't even know that like there is a greater etiquette that can be implemented into their practice, not just to... Holds a pure container for the people that they're working with, but more importantly for themselves. As Mm -hmm. healers or people in the helping profession, we oftentimes minimize our needs in exchange for the the human experience. Yeah, like we become hyper focused on what that other person needs. That it's like we don't even recognize like the things we need behind the scenes, and that becomes the distraction. And that
0: becomes the distraction. And then that's yeah, that's a whole. So this is a good topic obviously it's such a good topic
1: always a good topic
2: it can uh, be boring for people like this can be boring but it's needed so it, i'm gonna needed. talk about it yes. it's like i'm not gonna focus on
1: trust me our listeners gods, don't think you're boring uh
2: and <laughs> and doing that in the way that i did yeah because if this isn't being taken care of yeah um, not only just not even for just healers in the profession but people that are dabbling too totally um, for the whole world the energy hygiene is
0: first and foremost sorry if i um energy hygiene that's what I forgot to say I said hygiene I meant energy Energy. well that's what you meant yeah Mm. okay that's okay we knew what you were it's it's so important and this is where I feel how if you're going to be teaching that it's the number one thing to teach because then we they whoever is going to teach that to their clients and it's the rippling effect and it's already, like, whatever you've instilled in me or Tiffany, like, that's first and foremost. It's like, I'm just a mirror. I'm here to hold space for you. You know, like, it's mm-hmm. it all comes back to self.
2: Always Nobody, comes back yeah, to self.
0: Nobody's doing it.
2: Um, and I want to make sure that we get to your thing, but something that you just said and something you said earlier, because you said teacher, and I don't have identify as being a teacher. I know. Because what I am essentially just sharing is, is, it's a footprint for people to step into, but I want them to be able to use their own discernment and recognize that not everything I share is going to land for that person. Right. And to to feel comfortable and confident enough to take the bits and pieces that do resonate, make them their own, That's but right. not rely on somebody else fully or their methodology mm-hmm. fully and and assume that that is right. Yeah. We have to bring our own yeah.
0: self into that equation. And I love that you're talking about this because you and I have... Sp- we've all talked about this. It's like... <clears throat> finding somebody and then completely being, be wanting to become them. And it's mm-hmm. like, you can't mm-hmm. do that. You need, we all have our own unique signature blueprint. Yeah. And that's what you're saying, like taking little pieces of what resonates and then blossoming into your own butterfly.
2: Because those resonate,
0: not because you're trying to duplicate. Oh, there you go. I love that. The resonate and the duplicate. That rhymes. <laughs> job did but okay back that to wasn't, what wasn't by design
1: well it also goes with the fact that I identify as a pirate okay because
2: <laughs> I love you even more
1: <laughs> I steal people's ideas you. and then I make them my own <laughs> oh,
0: okay I was oh
2: like, I thought you were just identifying like as a pirate like rebelling and that making too. your own rules Damn no right. she's
1: no she's a mermaid definitely yes, not a pirate exactly. 100% uh, going back to what you said, uh, in terms of all of those things, come on, guys. I'm trying to be serious. I almost snorted. <laughs> that would have been good. Hopefully,
0: you do once.
1: Um, so I, I took one of your courses a while back, and you taught us how to cut cords. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, energetic cord cutting. Uh, that's been massive in my life. Would that be part of this particular topic that you're talking about? it can be okay
2: but again it's like everything that i've been doing it's not that i am not seeing the validity in that it's just how can we simplify this even more
1: yeah oh interesting
2: and so yes cord cutting is super super powerful but again it's the awareness piece of like where this is feeling in alignment or out of alignment
1: yeah because if it is yours because that's the first question we would ask is this mine yeah. Right? Huge. And if it doesn't resonate, then obviously that's where you're just like, shoo shoo, Send yeah. it back.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. how do you simplify that now? I want to know. It's really just
2: this dialogue with ourselves constantly throughout the day. I'll even set just timers on my phone. Mm-hmm. So, if I get really busy and I'm distracting myself, I'll okay. set the timer. It's like, okay, let's just do an internal check in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How am I feeling? Go outside. Go outside. Am I, is this how I want to feel? Does anything feel heavy? Does anything feel restrictive? And then we can, if it's mine, okay, where's this coming from? Yeah. And again, the clarity of this is how I'm feeling, how do I want to feel instead? Mm -hmm. And simply taking simple action steps to move closer towards the desired feeling, not because you're escaping, but rather it's like, I'm, I'm able to sit in this and I recognize what needs to shift. Um, whereas if it's someone else's, instead of just giving it back, which we can do right away, what part of me allowed this in? What, what did I need from this that I wasn't consciously aware of?
1: Mm. And it's that deeper
2: introspection to understand like your patterning in the first place. So it's not for an equal participant in that. It's yeah. not just the other person yeah. projecting. It's some part of me either needed that, why, or I was trying to bypass something
1: so true.
2: Dang, I love this. So it's the it really is the awareness piece that is what dismantles the cords. Yeah, more than anything.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like that's all you need. It's all the you moment need. you're shit, I'm aware I'm not in alignment with how I choose to to show mm-hmm. up ah. daily. Let's get what back needs to, to that. To shift. Yeah, let's get back to that.
2: So a tool that I always use is um with with oh. my anyone that I'm working with is an emotional intelligence wheel. So this is something that I had in of the, in the um, Spirit Guide Immersive um, when you guys had it attended. And what I just encourage people to do is get in the routine of like looking at the emotions wheel, like right in the center of it, look identifying the six primary emotions. What am I leaning a little bit closer to? And then branching out. And so we gain a little bit of greater clarity around how we're feeling.
1: Instead of just being
2: stuck in those six basic I'm just
1: angry. I'm
2: just angry. But we don't go further than that, right? That's right.
1: right. And then everything's angry.
2: Angry. But then the problem is, is if it could be like something that mirrors anger. Yeah. But it's not the same thing. But yet anytime we identify with a feeling of anger... We respond the same way. That's right. So instead of seeing the variety and like what we're feeling and That's how we right. could show up and be
1: different. So And just, honoring all those little bits and pieces. That, all the bits yeah. and pieces. They're
2: all there for us. That's right? right. It's 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 only undesirable and something that is bad if we we project that on That's the, right. our yeah. experience. So being able to identify what you're feeling emotionally. Um, and be able to sit in that for a moment and feel safe in that. So it's okay for me to feel what's coming up because mm-hmm. oftentimes we don't feel safe. And in feeling this, what is it showing me like where I'm in alignment, where I'm out of alignment and what is it helping me to clarify I want to feel instead? Mm-hmm. Because most times we go throughout the day and we, we just kind of project, oh, I, I want to feel this. And again, it's just happy or freedom. And every day it just becomes the same thing. We don't go any deeper than that. Mm-hmm. So if we can gain that clarity, then we know where our starting point is. And anytime we start to deviate from that, okay, what has occurred? Yeah. What have I allowed or didn't allow mm-hmm. that caused this
0: shift for me? Yeah. So I cool. really like the tool of the timer Yeah. and to check in with yourself. Just get into the habit of it that way. Yeah. And it's a new habit. Yeah. Instead of picking up your phone or something else to distract yourself or to try to find that dopamine fix somewhere mm-hmm. that's massive I
1: feel like I do it all the
2: time
0: right <laughs> right
2: yeah. you're human that's part of the human yeah. experience yeah. And that's but I'm like I <laughs> check in
1: constantly well I well I'm teaching a lot too so mm-hmm. it's like
0: you have to in yeah. order to yeah be balanced and I do like how you're talking about teacher because it's something that I have never felt comfortable with I talked about this with yeah. Tiffany I was like I can't call myself a teacher like I just it, our English language is so complicated can we make up a word for it sure I
2: was we gonna do? say we're
0: all students so it, it, <laughs> we, we are, are students we are, for an equal playing field and, 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 and yeah. all all the time that I've ever thought like you know you you get to this certain place but then you just get humbled and, and that's what I love like <laughs> Tiffany and I have this awesome shirt and it's stay humble because that's what it is it's all you're always going to be humbled and we're always learning we're always students like you say something that you were saying before i want to touch on and that's sometimes our routine you mm-hmm. know we've talked about this and working out so i was on the other end it was like routine working out this this go 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 you know the headaches were happening even more fatigue more tired and i was like i'm doing all the things and that's exactly what i needed to stop doing yeah. and i started to i needed to start living so i was like change it up go bike riding in nature you know miss a couple of days of my vitamins take a a Sunday off from celery juice mm-hmm. take a couple of weeks from the smoothie so balance is really like the ultimate goal and best tip I could give anybody and my clients is 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 balance
1: but do yeah. you think that
0: we're ever in
1: balance
2: it, mm, it yeah, the, I love I, lo- I love what you're saying okay. and if I could touch on that I would say it's it's it's, it's Trusting in ourselves and in our bodies enough that we are able to adapt on the spot Yeah, so instead because routines can very quickly become a distraction and it can become something that we rely on Because it's like I need to hold on to that in order to feel structured or that I'm making progress And we don't trust that that I'm healthy or healthy. It's again. It's those belief systems whereas if you have a day where it's like you would typically go to the gym and you would power lift But you're so exhausted something happened to you the day before. You were emotionally rocked and you just don't have the capacity. But yet you went and pushed your body because that would be the smart thing to do. Or what you heard you should do. Injury follows. Right. Burnout. Fatigue.
1: Chronic. You make up these stories in your head too that you would get less than if you did not stick to this routine.
2: Yep. And then what happens is we create this dialogue with our bodies that we're not safe to provide for our needs. That's right. We have to rely on something outside of ourselves, such as a routine or another
1: person in order to know that we're doing good Mm -hmm. by ourselves. So true. I was literally just talking about this with my, one of my clients, I had her this morning and she took a couple weeks off and I fully encouraged her to do this for this very beautiful Yeah, so it's been a topic lately. It's like if you feel like, because I did this forever, you know, train, 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 routine, routine, was too fearful of falling off of that routine feeling. And then...
0: Like you wouldn't get back on, oh, yeah. right? Like, yeah, because I'll
1: get I'll get weak. Because or that lack of trust, trust yes. with
0: yourself. It's That's absolutely
1: it. ridiculous. Because quarterly, my body would beg me to stop. Okay. So I will stop. I'll stop working out for like two weeks. And sometimes I've taken a month. And mm-hmm. I just like
2: but then you have the capacity. Whereas if we don't
1: listen we
2: get ourselves to the point of burnout or a a physical injury which sidelines us and it's like we don't know how to cope now and so we see everything as forwards and backwards instead of that middle part of the spectrum can i ebb and flow on both sides of the spectrum and that be okay
1: of course can i be safe in that
2: but how we often orient ourselves is like there is a right way and there is a wrong way and we don't give ourselves enough flexibility so that way when some shit hits the fan or there's something completely outside of our control that it's like we have to adapt we're able to adapt in that moment and be okay Uh resilient
0: it is and it's literally that it's trusting yourself in every moment whatever life throws at you whatever email comes in whatever all of a sudden this accident happens you know that you've got your fucking back yeah period exclamation mark fire 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 clap (laughs)
1: Right? I do believe, Look, this this is a beautiful topic because it can go into getting comfortable, getting comfortable with uncomfortability. So always putting yourself in just different situations, bringing a variety of, That's what I do in the gym, bring a variety of different movements so that you're always prepared for what life has to
0: bring you. Whether you have to carry a brick or a box or lift a car off of an animal, you can do it. You know what? Hire Tiffany. Hire her for sure.
2: (laughs) But this, this highlights also like that piece of flexibility. Yeah. So if you're doing, let's say you're moving in only three planes of motion, every time you work out and then just the things you do around the house, it's always in those same three planes of motion.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You're not aware of where you're inflexible or where you're having mobility issues or where you're stuck, Mm -hmm. where you're needing extra support. Because if you're not putting yourselves into those planes of motion, you're not aware that that's an issue until it sidelines you. This yes. is so
0: good. This is so good.
2: I
1: always say pick up the heavy weight and if you need to drop it or go lighter, that's okay. Then you can. You'll never know.
2: But put yourself in uncomfortable put it in. situations. That's uncomfortable. Right.
1: like
2: Being uncomfortable in your body is a powerful thing if you let it be because it's showing you kind of that next layer and the next layer. Okay, not so feeling so good here yeah. or um, not feeling as flexible here as what I could be, or I feel weak in this area. Yeah. Okay. So instead of ignoring it, how can we bring that
1: forward and integrate that? Yeah. I think we're certainly in a day and age where it's okay to be imperfect. It's perfect to be imperfect. Okay.
0: Was I with you when we were walking down the street and at, on Robson and the fucking mannequins were curvy and like oh yeah. Some were, yeah. Some had a bigger booty. Yeah. Some had bigger up top. About fucking time. And, uh, way more meat on the bones. It was like... Like, we're not promoting obesity or anything, but I'm just saying, like, honor where you're at. How about the truth? Like, Mm -hmm. I did this big thing. I'm like, no filters, not even a chance. Like, I am so against them, and I am not judging others that do it, and do it all you want. It's just not an alignment for you. But it's not an alignment for me, and it was, it's so liberating because I was building this complex of myself. I was looking at myself and I was comparing myself to myself. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a big problem. I'm like, why am I not good enough just to show up as I am? And so now I show up with no brushed teeth. Uh, if I slept on my, <laughs> if my makeup, if I slept overnight, like I i did a full thing. About You're myself. my favorite human. Because I'm how just, I roll. Yes. Cause I'm just like, I didn't brush my teeth. I fell asleep. I could have showered. I didn't. I had dance. I was eating sushi.
2: She's human. (laughs) Is is what she's saying.
0: Yes. (laughs) You know
2: what? Based on that and uh, what you touched on, and this is an essential, like, core component of. I could. I couldn't share this enough. It's how do we meet ourselves where we're at instead of where we think we need to be.
1: Thank you. So how do we bridge that
2: gap? And it's like the more we show up, and it's like I can accept like. This is just what I'm moving through today. And this is my capacity. Mm -hmm. That's when things really start to shift.
1: I (sighs) think until you unravel that story of failure is like you're less than if you fail. Mm. Yeah. Because it's, I see people really struggle with worrying about fucking up.
0: They won't even do it. it. They won't even do it. They won't do it. They won't even go in the dance class because they're too concerned of thinking that they're not going to be good enough. (laughs) So they won't even try yeah so yeah. we stick with things that we are proven that's right
2: yeah it's like and that's coming back to the strength thing yeah oftentimes we'll just do things that we think we're strong at and because we want to uphold that identity yeah instead of recognizing that there is power in learning new things and n- not being good at something is probably the best not freaking life
0: lesson um sure is. that's where you learn the most about yourself And you know, you see this in kids and I know for myself as a child, it was really difficult for me to try anything and not be perfect at Mm -hmm. it right away due to my own shit. So now in kids, so I see my son and I encourage him, you know, riding a bike, rollerblading, whatever. I'm like, you are not going to get it the first time. And that's the best thing. And then we talk about, look where you were, look where you are. And we look back at it and say, because you chose to try you are able to do it. And look at it. You just practiced and you became, you can ride a bike. It's perfect. Something I have to share that ha- that you really impacted my life. It kind of goes back to this is how do we meet ourselves where we're at? So obtaining that goal or that you want a house. And you had said to me, love the house that you're in. Yeah. Honor it. Treat it with respect. Tidy it up. Change it. Put the love into where you're at mm-hmm. now. Another thing was bit really big for me in my life is, um, as a lot of you would know, is just peace. Peace inside myself and then peace externally. But it was like, I don't need to wait for a thing to be done no. in my life that I always thought, well, when this happens, I can be free and at peace. And yeah. you're like, why? like. That's backwards. Why why do you yeah? It's like have peace now
2: today. How can I access that feeling? And that's that's what I'm coming back to the emotional intelligence. Will if we're checking in and we're understanding like first where we're at and not judging that, but clarifying like how we want to feel. Then our job really is to access that feeling in any way that we can, instead of waiting for a circumstance to provide that opportunity to access that. That's right. Because that thing is just going to push further and further away and it's external we exactly we have to create that feeling within ourselves and and really honor again the season of our life that we're in the circumstances that we're in what we have access to and see value in that and work with that instead of bypassing that and again yes. needing something to come in kind of the savior the rescue the solution nobody's coming no but if you intentionally bring yourself into that vibration into that frequency now you're on that playing field and that's what you will attract
0: more of. That's right. And it's like mm-hmm. calling right. in a, calling in your soulmate. Be your own soulmate. Absolutely. Oh, be yeah. the love. Give yourself all the love that you would desire from somebody else. Exactly. And you'll be blindsided. Yes. <laughs> yes. So cool. So cool. What else? Anything else with the wheel? Anything else with the... Um... I already forgot the word. I love the word, but I forgot it already. Uh, the compassion fatigue. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
2: Again, all of that's just coming back to this introspection. So you can, this is what I love about this. Uh, this work is identifying where we're at and how we want to feel and being proactive about moving ourselves close closer towards the desired feeling instead of waiting for something else to happen. No amount of like crystals or cards or (laughs) mediums in our life or (laughs) signing up for all of the programs. None of that can do more for you than that present moment awareness. You nailed it. But if we're not willing to trust what we already know and willing to work with it and take steps towards just, again, um, that's our truth. We're we're constantly moving away from our truth. And so we're just seeking band-aids. We're just seeking, again, just that... Valid external validation that is what we want to hear instead of what we need to hear, then no growth is actually happening and there's going to be this level of dissatisfaction always because we're so disconnected from our truth and we're, our needs that we're chasing outside of ourselves. And I think that's the problem with, with the social climate that we're in today. There's just so many distractions. There are so many people that aren't being fully honest and transparent, which is why I love the two of you, about their businesses, their practices, their lifestyles, motherhood, whatever it may be. It's, again, upholding something that isn't resonating or isn't sustainable. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't only affect your life, but it affects everyone else around you that's trying to live up to that standard. And that's not sustainable. It's not sustainable. That bridge will crumble. It's such a disservice. Isn't it? Like being vulnerable, like being willing to have bad days and talk about that. That's right. That helps people feel seen. It helps them to feel safe in what they're moving through. And that's holding space in a way that, again, you're fucking crystals or (laughs) like (laughs) hearing the perfect solution. Like that... Right? It's
1: <laughs> fucking crystals. I love it. I'm sorry.
2: I love crystals. And of I love selling. Of Of course. <laughs> but again, it could become a distraction. And yeah. it's like, yes. once I have that crystal collection, then I'll no. be able to heal these blocks or to free myself from um, from financial... Hardships. Hardships. Whatever it may be. Your crystals aren't the solution, guys. No. <laughs> you are the solution. You are the Not. solution. And you have to work
0: with what you know and you have to build up that trust factor. It's true. And I will say there is... Uh, whether you want to call them levels or steps mm-hmm. for every single part of your journey. Ugh. And then it's like that unraveling where all of a sudden, I remember I had that aha moment where I was like, oh my God, I don't need my cards. I don't need these things. I don't need anything. But it's up to the person and their journey to discover that on their own. Definitely. Yes. and it's And it's... It are, this
2: journey is not linear so you say steps and it's not like a no. progression because you think you've gotten to the status and then your the rub is <laughs> rug is completely ripped out from Let's underneath you <laughs> and you're like back to basics bitch um <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, and, and it's even to you may go through phases like you said getting rid of the cards or me taking 150 books off of my bookshelf That's um huge. to then come back to some of those things later on and it's not because you need them it's just because it's like i can play with these Mm-hmm. I can see value in them, but I don't need to rely on them.
0: Yeah, they can just add happiness. Stevie, it's time for you to create your own book. <gasps> is that a challenge?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, it
0: is.
2: Yes, all right, challenge accepted.
0: Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I think this is a cha- this is a long-standing challenge. It's, it's back and it's, forth. It's been a work in progress for yeah, <laughs> some time. me too.
1: sometime. Well, now that yeah. you're a simple, basic bitch.
2: Yeah, I and mean, I got time on my hands. <laughs>
1: Okay, making time. Kay, let's go back to the basic I love how we're all going like this, broken. like in and out. We're like,
0: hey, We're all going to be Hi. eating it for soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, basic bitch,
0: what... Um, basic bitch 101, new podcast.
1: Because I found there was a fire inside of me like when it came to wanting to podcast and then I had all these desires to want to do this and then do that and da 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 And I had to sit back and ask myself... Why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And it came down to not being seen, not being heard and misunderstood. And yeah, it was very powerful. And it, it, it helped condense my purpose a little bit on Mm -hmm. what that next step really looked like and really coming back and trying to identify what is of importance of me because I could be hard on myself and why am I not doing this and why am I not doing that and all the things, like I have all these aspirations, but then I have all these obligations. And when it comes to the simplicity of things, it's being okay with why I had to do all these things mm-hmm. and honor myself in that space. But... Been there. Right? And here we are. <laughs> yeah. Going back to the basic bit. Basic. Yeah. It feels good. Right? And, and so for you, what was it for you? Like, what was... What was the need was was there a need for you that you were trying to fill?
0: Absolutely.
1: Oh, I absolutely. Love that. Let's, hear it. Let's and for it. me,
2: it, again, you. it's it's just kept coming back to why do I feel overly responsible for the health, the safety, the happiness of others? Yeah. And that was a core wound for me that I had to really work work through and mm. that showed up over and over again with massive burnouts, like not just one, multiple burnouts where it's like I have to do this for this person, otherwise they're not going to succeed. Shit. And there was a part of me that wasn't trusting in their process or in what they were capable of, uh, of doing for themselves because I felt at times, again, kind of that wounded, not wounded healer, but the runaway healer. It's like, I have to be micromanaging that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm responsible. And or being in the healing profession, it's like, uh, that's so sacred that I should just give all of that to other people.
0: Hmm.
2: If, I, if I was blessed with th- these abilities... I need to use those to the best of um, my abilities and in the highest way possible. But that's not the case. And what I had to start asking myself over and over again is just because I can do all of the things doesn't mean that I should and doesn't mean that I want to.
0: That's that's it right there.
2: Yeah. So even though I can be good at multiple things and Mm -hmm. it's like I can show up and these people are asking for this. That was the problem. I really need this or... Um, can you help me with this? And so I would stretch myself and create all of these programs to serve people, bend over backwards. And then because it was just freely given and it's like Stevie's got the solution, Mm. they wouldn't take action. That's right. And that's why it's so important to also charge for your services because if that person isn't investing or isn't seeing the value in it, you're doing them a disservice because they're not going to do the work.
1: Mm -hmm. There's not
2: enough collateral there
1: an energetic exchange, like and the Christine exchange. Talk
2: about. Yeah. A, a, it is an energetic ex- exchange, but essentially, like it's like you're helping that person to understand what they value mm. and how much they're willing to put into that, instead of just paying for a solution or mm-hmm. you to again just fix things for me, instead of me coming to that conclusion for myself. So, I was asking that question over again. Just because I can do all the things doesn't mean that I want to, and doesn't mean that I need to. Yeah. Where do I want to be placing my time and my energy? And I quickly realized that <laughs> mostly everything I didn't want to do anymore. I was it, it was habitual. And so um, something that's really important that I'll share is I've been self-employed for 14 years, and I took a job. Mind you, I'm subcontracted, so I'm still my own boss, but I'm working for for someone else. And being able to have that separation from my work and like how I was identifying is um, just creating this healthy balance. So it's like, I can take care of my human needs yeah. without needing to rely on this work.
1: It's that. so funny because so many people feel like the the, the freedom is entrepreneurship. No, it's, it's not.
0: It's, it's <laughs> not. Is there a theme here, Stevie, <laughs> five years old, you had to do it
2: backwards to I've figure it out? I've always no. done everything backwards. Right? I came into the world with no boundaries to learn what boundaries were. So you have to kind of go through the shitstorm to figure out like oh, yeah. what you value again and, and what you got to play with what is working and what isn't. It's, it can't just be handed to you because no. you're not going to see the value in it it's true. and you're not going to maintain that.
1: And welcome to the human experience. Welcome.
0: <laughs> welcome to, welcome. The, to the new human. <laughs> it's truth. It's alignment. It's auth- radically authentic in who you are and having no fucking shame. It's messy. Guilt. Yes. It's just messy, but that's what so beautiful. beautiful.
1: Perfectly imperfect. It's a fucking, it can
0: be a mosh pit at times. <laughs> yeah. Until... And sometimes you can fly into the mosh pit and there ain't nobody there. <laughs> you just land straight on your face. <laughs>
2: and if someone's telling you like, this is the answer and this is the solution, oh. red flag. Run. run. Run.
0: Run, baby, run. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's good. This is good. This is deep. Truth bombs. Oh, it's great. I love it. Hmm. Do we have anything else? Marinating. I know. I'm just trying to like wrap hmm. my. I did have questions, but they are kind of been answered. Um, you did that. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I don't know. Why I'm sweating all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. Um, I want to know. Here. Spotlight.
1: Spotlight.
0: <laughs> I want to know. You have one, one, one answer. That's it okay favorite book of all time go Ooh. so stevie is the biggest book oh. of life that's her oh no. 150 books come on guys. it's my addiction yes um and you gave away 150 yeah and the how books many that do I, you still have i have about a
2: i, I downsized about half
1: wow <laughs> I,
2: I i purge every year so it's i'm getting that's down good. there Ooh. favorite book of all time only one Based on the season of life of where I'm at right now. Because, Thank you. I
1: knew you were going to fucking say
2: that. Um, no,
0: I just want to know one of all time. That's hard. It's not. Because you're going in different... Is it, Tiffany? There's no such thing as hard. Well, well you Mike know what? The books I would have said two years
2: ago aren't on my bookshelf anymore. They don't, don't resonate in the same way. I still okay. see value, but
0: okay, don't so resonate. Today, today.
2: I would say uh, the um, Book of Integrity by Martha Beck.
0: Hmm. It's just called Book of Integrity? Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I might even have butchered the title, but uh, <laughs> the only that sticks out is <laughs> and integrity. Who's it by?
1: Martha Beck. There you go.
2: Thank you, and, Martha. And it's a beautiful book for anyone that is again moving through resistance, chronic health stuff, mm. seeking a mentor. It really helps you to understand what to look for um you're interviewing and asking questions just as even though that person is seen as an authority doesn't mean they hold all of the answers so helping you to ask questions to discern like is this person able to help me with what i'm moving through or are they just telling me what i want to hear
1: we got the old baby boomers doing that with their and i hey we need doctors we do need them but Mm -hmm. to to put your life in someone's hands, where you're not even being diagnosed accurately, or they're not even looking at certain uh, retrospects in your health where you're having issues, not looking for the solution. I just always suggest to get multiple opinions. Opinions. It's, and sorry, that. it's the way of integrity. I know you're oh, yeah. of <laughs> uh,
2: but anyway. based on what you just said to you, coming back to like creating that discernment and that trust with ourselves that when we're having a physical reaction, when we're at the doctors and they're not hearing us or yeah. not getting the full picture, it's okay. I can take this bit that this doctor has helped me with, but it's yeah. not the full scope. I'm responsible for what I feel. And I'm the only person that could possibly understand what I'm feeling. Cause I am the only one that can connect all of those dots. Yeah. Right. So I can take this bit and I can still continue to do my investigation or seek out elsewhere and take another little bit and piece and compile that together for myself. Yeah. Instead of putting all of my eggs in one basket. And because that person is deemed an authority in that space that I have to trust what they're saying is valid and trustworthy. Even if my body is reacting and saying like, this does not resonate.
1: Would you say that, um, how important, well, you kind of just did, I guess, just to use your own discernment of somebody of authority, of authority.
2: Oh yeah. Absolutely. And if, if you find that you were seeking people in authority and looking up to them and wanting to emulate that, or they're the only person that holds the answers, that is a very powerful red flag. And that's an invitation for you to look at like, why, like where's the
0: disconnect with your own authority? That's right. That's right. What does the next three months look like? What can people expect from you? Well, I still won't be on social media. So. She'll still not be <laughs> on yeah, social you media. Guys, it's been a couple of years. Fuck yeah, right Stevie off. Stevie has go. Exited, exited stage fucking left hard. For, for
2: many reasons. But what I love about it is that I am not comparing myself to anybody else in the space. So I can really stay rooted in like what I'm feeling, what feels integral. Um, operate based on what's coming up for me instead of trying to compete within that space. I always feel the best way to compete is to not compete at all and just remove yourself. Perfect. It's like, I I, I'm just not going to stay in that space in that way. Um, so I won't be online. Uh, but I am, I'm, I'm, I am putting together and gathering feedback a bit more on compassion fatigue and burnout and really understanding like people's stories, what they've been navigating through, where they would, need support through that process and so i am going to be listening to people and conducting these interviews um where we can sit and we can chat about your experiences or um and uh yeah and based on that i'll be kind of compiling everything and um building my program around where people are at and instead of where
1: i think they need to be so we're we're kind of Old school, so we understand that you have other ways of contact. There's not always just social media. <laughs> People exactly. are like,
2: "What is a newsletter?" <laughs> yeah, how do we get a hold of Stevie? Yeah, I, I mean, I do still have my website, which is uh, surprising that I still have that. So I've even just like co-
0: collapsed
2: the fanciness of that to made mm-hmm. it super simple. And I, I want to say I love it. I've seen well, it. thank it's, you.
0: I was just like, yes, I. Saw exactly what you're offering. It was simple. It's just
2: Wait, it should be, right?
0: Exactly.
2: It's we become so confused. I actually have a much deeper respect and appreciation for those old psychic ladies that would have like this single landing page with these funky colors and everything would be out of alignment and it would be their phone number instead of an email. So you yes. have to phone them to get an appointment.
1: Yeah, I love that.
2: I respect that. So but I do have my website at stevie shaler.com and My method of connecting with people is through my email newsletter. So you can expect it was once a week. And I think I'm even going to scale that back to every two weeks. Um, I send out a newsletter. I let people know where I'm at, um, how we can connect. And I converse that way. So people do reply to those newsletters and we engage in conversation and and go from there. Amazing. And that's on my website. And what about YouTube? Uh, Are you you putting me on the spot? (laughs) Well, that will be a natural <laughs> progression. So <laughs> thank you for that. Because you know
0: what? I'm like, let's see you. Plant another fucking seed. Let, yeah, let's go. Well,
2: the YouTube channel is there. I just, it's, it's for me, um, based on the conversations that I'm having. And if anybody did want, uh, if you guys are okay with that, if there's anybody that's listening that wanted to hop on a free call and just chat about like your experiences, it's, the channel is really going to be built off of those conversation pieces. Awesome. So it, again, it's like, where are people in real time and not just creating content for the sake of content or like pumping our own egos up like this would be an interesting video or it's going to get traction. Yeah. No, where's the meat? Real. Where's like, the meat? Yeah. Where are you struggling? Um,
1: and so that will be to come. So that'll be the, um, sorry, no, sorry. the we, segue. the segue <laughs> to how Stephanie. we are going to ask something of our audience if that aligns with you is that you can contact stevie tell them about your experience in terms of again her s- no
0: tell her about your experience
1: of what again <laughs> no
0: you just said tell them oh like her tell oh, stevie, stevie.
2: Are you, you're asking about like the compassion fatigue in that's the right yeah so essentially like if anybody identifies with that um or again just feeling mm-hmm. like this and anybody that identifies like. Empathic or highly sensitive. There's something more than that. It's not just those labels and so if you find that you're really struggling to show up for yourself or your self-care or to feel good because you're so busy meeting the demands and needs of others, I want to chat with you. I want to interview you. I want to get to know like what your pain points are, where you're struggling, where you
0: need support. Cool. Yay. So exciting. Um, last time you ended with a bit of a channeled message oh do you can we can we put you on the spot to do that this time how do you feel you can it's been a long time since I've spontaneously (laughs) broken out in a and and you know what use your discernment and boundaries you don't have to you know what my
2: boundary would be that I didn't adequately adequately set myself up for that but i will what i'll do is um instead of channeling if you're okay i'll just check in with my spirit team and see if there's if they wanted to touch on anything uh that maybe um yeah my soul was like let's bring this forth today okay are you okay with that absolutely okay that's that's all a part of my like strong boundary practice now it's like if i didn't adequately adequately prepare um Mm -hmm. we're not gonna go there totally um have fun. That is like this process. That's all I really want to leave this with is be silly, have fun, be expressive. Uh, Let down some of those walls, laugh at everything. Like if you need to just like randomly fart in front of someone just to like (laughs) get that out of the way, it's it's a good way of like kind of just ripping off that band-aid. It doesn't have to be that extreme but
1: <laughs> You get I'm just I mean. saying that cuz that's what I just did, right? Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Maybe
0: I should I can put
2: honestly the 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 less restrictive, the less um you can attach yourself to labels and just have freaking fun and find what brings you joy in a moment and not rely on something that brought you joy in the past. Um that is the quickest way to growth fulfillment.
1: In action, um,
0: that's what I would end with. Well,
1: you came to the right place.
0: Okay. This is pretty much the fun pool. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pool, in, and all, fun. in all
1: seriousness, we do like to fuck around too. So.
0: Yeah, we really do. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, thank you so, so, so much from the fullness of my heart, Tiffany's heart, for coming on the show and um, talking about your new ventures. We're so excited to see what what pops up and um yeah for sharing with our audience all your magic strip back yeah everything stripped back bitch. but thank you to I'm, both of you it's
2: honestly this is such a pleasure to yeah i'm, I'm so grateful you guys want to have this conversation
1: and you're like Yay. weird yeah. with me oh <laughs> yeah, let's embrace the weird
0: <laughs> uh yeah and let's a it will never be two years again and i'm hoping for like a Less than six months appearance, so we can talk more about these things because they're really important. And any time that you have something that's coming up for you, or maybe that needs to get out there, please let us know because this is why this platform's here.
1: That's right. Mm. it's
0: To share knowledge, information. You
1: ladies are doing a fantastic job. Thank you. So Thank you. I deeply admire the work Aww, that you're doing. You're amazing. Thank yeah. you. That means a lot hearing
0: it from you. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate. I'm that. Just, a basic bitch <laughs> you're a badass basic bitch.
1: so you know what embrace that basic Fuck yeah it's
0: good it doesn't have that's to great. be all the twinkles and bells no. twinkles twinkles and bells. Wait, i like twinkles i've always called myself the unicorn sparkle farter so oh we'll keep that going okay well, that's I'm great on the unicorn sparkle, sparkle farter. farter i okay. wish my fart sparkled uh, that's actually what i tell my clients is Don't judge your farts. I put my (laughs) hands on. Yeah, you're comparing the farts. We've talked about farts a lot on this call today. We have. uh, I'm enjoying this. (laughs) New normal. I put my hand on my clients and I said right away. I'm like, if you need to burp, fart, crack, (laughs) cough, or cry, please do it.
2: Only you can make that look or sound sexy. Oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah. so
1: true. It would be such a like such a cool thing if you recorded a like serious meditation. Yeah, I. This is this is a niche fart.
2: This is a niche. (laughs) I'm doing. You found your purpose. I did.
0: Oh my god. Sexy voice. Okay. Cool. Amazing. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you both. You're such um, much gratitude. You're you're such a mentor, and I know you don't like that whole thing, but you are in Tiffany and in my world. So we're grateful that we fucking signed up for you because i'm telling you i don't know if we would have been doing this earth school thing i appreciate <laughs> you both yes. yeah thank you thank you all for tuning in please check out uh, stevie's magic hit hit her up on our website all the shit's gonna be below as you know don't forget to like comment subscribe rate review all the things help us so thank you Love make sure you do it's yeah it these helps. ladies are
2: doing an amazing amazing job oh
1: thank,
0: thank you. you bye guys
1: bye